Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored Podcast. We welcome all Chumbas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. strike in the uh in the legend <laughs> oh, meteorite strike what are you talking about uh so hello ladies and gentlemen and everybody in between uh this is gm capricious nature and uh my wonderful crew here for our cyberpunk goes nomad campaign uh we are back today uh taking a look at what shenanigans they are all going to be getting involved with um, as we are establishing a colony, pretty much, between Austin and Houston in uh, southern Texas, and moving towards trying to discover what the hell is going on in our cyberpunk world. Um, I'm going to have our players introduce themselves. Uh, go ahead, Captain Mark. Uh, yeah, it's Mark, Captain Mark87 on Discord, if you want to poke me on there about this, about uh, Fallout. Um, with Capricious on uh, Fridays, same time, and over at uh, twitch.tv forward slash heroes in theory on Sundays for D&D for me. Thank you. Uh, Chuggy. Hey, I'm Chuggy, and I'll be playing T-Bar the Nomad today, and hopefully getting a personal assistant. <laughs> yep. Uh, awesome. Uh, Raven. Today I'll be playing Calamity, the lovable mass murderer, solo tech nomad. Um, you can find me all, all over the internet at Donya Basic Wearable. Thank you. Awesome. John. Hi, I'm John. I will be playing your uh, tech, Remy Johnson, this evening. Uh, you can find me over on the Cyber Nation Uncensored Discord as uh, Johnny Drop. You can find me here every Friday for Fallout Asia and every Saturday for Cyber Nation or Cyberpunk Goes Nomad. Uh, lurking in the chat is other Sandman Thirty Nine. 
Uh, and if you'd like, you can check out my SoundCloud at Arkson. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Uh, Vampire. I'm Vampire Bites. Uh, I can catch me here every Saturday night playing Mojo the Lawman slash Nomad. Uh, with the Nomads. Other than that, you can find me hanging out in Twitch chats all over the place. Uh, and in the Discord is Vampire Bites. And tonight, I'm a guest DJ on Dance Darklings. Awesome. Uh, Violent Neon, go for it. Hey everybody, I am Violent Neon. You can find me here every Saturday as your resident nomad who can wheel and deal as a fixer. And when not here, on you can find me on Cybernation Uncensored's Discord as Violent Neon. Awesome, awesome, thank you. And, uh... Ladies and gentlemen, this is the wonderful, wonderful cast we've got here for our Cyberpunk Goes Nomad. Um, I am going to be our GM. I am GM Capricious Nature. Uh, I've dropped all of the links for everybody inside of our chat. And if you check out the ones listed under mine, today we've got uh, two different groups bringing us some wonderful music. It is Outworld Sounds, Helix Code, and Base Ape Records. Um, very regrettably, the uh, insane amount of work that comes with the first week back into school for the new semester has led me to not being able to learn Sirenscape yet. Uh, so I'm hoping to get a little bit more spare time in this upcoming week and jump into that. Uh, it's been pretty crazy. So Sirenscape, very soon. Uh, big shout out to them as well as Steve from Sirenscape. They are a wonderful sponsor and partner with this channel. Um, you can also find our supplements and all of the write-ups that we use over on cybernationuncensored.com. Uh, our Nomad campaign focuses primarily on the vehicles of Red, uh, as they are all nomads and flying and driving around a bunch of vehicles that aren't even in the core rulebook. So check out the uh, vehicles of Red to find out what we are flying and driving. And finally on there we have the medicine in the time of Red. Uh, we already have Stinkpalm here in chat, wonderful Stinkpalm007, who's a player in my uh, Fallout campaign. Uh, they are writing up the uh, Medicine in the Time of Red, and we are currently in the revision and edit state uh, for another new release coming out pretty soon. Uh, if you are playing or have played a medtech in the past, uh, reach out to Stinkball, uh, because uh, he's looking for some little anecdotes to add into the manual. Uh, now, with all of that said, folks, you can see that we have finally our little uh, our little repaired and fixed map here on our uh, Roll20, and I'm going to scroll down a bit. Uh, you can see that we have our T-Mart Incorporated, which was a... 25-acre plot of land successfully purchased by, uh, well, by T-Bar's new corporation, uh, T-Mar Incorporated. Uh, we have that as the newest chunk of land that the Snake Nation is working and living on. Uh, and we have directly south of that the confirmed location of the Metacore HQ. Uh, pretty much a floating city uh, or a floating state down in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, now, as we are opening up into this new uh, new week, uh, new day for us, 
what we are seeing is that most of our players have started to multi-class into a bunch of different stuff. Uh, we've got our rocker boy sticking rocker boy, but then moving over to Nomad. And now our rocker boy has a motorcycle. We've got our Nomad T-Bar has now moved over and is both a Nomad and now a Nomad Executive. We have Calamity literally doing just about everything, starting off solo, <coughs> going to tech. And then into Nomad, so we have a gunslinging vehicle and uh, and electronic repairing Nomad that can be pretty much everything. We've got uh, Remy, who has jumped through the many, many, many layers of the tech and has pretty much perfected his craft. And I don't believe that he is multi-classed yet. Not, not quite yet. Okay, pretty soon though, I'm assuming, because we're getting pretty high up there and a lot of people are moving around. Uh, we've got Mojo, uh, who was originally Mad Mags, uh, F's in chat, rest in peace. Uh, but we have Mojo now, who uh, came in as our lawman and has worked their way through from just being lawman into being a lawman nomad and has ingratiated themselves literally in like a half a dozen cities now as a very effective police officer. And we have uh, Domino, who has been going through the ranks of Nomad, getting himself set up with some pretty sweet-ass wheels, eventually an APC, and then starting to learn his way into how to become a fixer. And with this group of very, very experienced and talented nomads, uh, they are accompanied by a 20-something uh, uh, empty-ish kind of copy of devilish Jack Holmes uh, that they are slinging around uh, Texas uh, all the way over from Las Vegas. And we have T-Bar, who is also slinging around in the back of his vehicle, uh, a briefcase that nobody has really gone super deep into, but it was a reward from Silver as well as from SCP, uh, something that could be used uh, in regards to Metacore as Silver and SCP fled the southern border. Um, and we have, of course... All of our players here just trying to work and make themselves live and survive in this Metacore-dominated world, now in Texas. So that's where we're going to be picking up, folks. Uh, what I would like all of us to do right now is, uh, I dropped all of your tokens. Uh, I'd like everybody to roll initiative, please. That we can get a nice new initiative lineup set here. My god, I cannot spell I-N-I-T-I-A-T-I-V-E. Holy god. Yes, okay. <laughs> god. Alright, uh, okay, we've got Remy kicking ass on there. We've got, after Remy, we've got Domino. Got Jack Holmes. We've got T Bar. We've got Calamity. And Mojo wrapping in at the end of the pack. 
with an eight, a critical failure. All right, so um, starting us off, uh, Remy, uh, you're living in this uh, in this little apartment block that, well, uh, T-Bar was able to source in uh, by purchasing up this land with an old uh, former corporate headquarters uh, being there in this dilapidated shit-ass building that's been abandoned for roughly 20, 25 years since the fourth corporate war. Uh, what are you doing in this small area? What are you doing in this little township kind of thing? Um. Well, uh, just flavor-wise, he's probably been helping around around the apartment, just sort of fixing up the structure and whatnot. Um, but he he wants to get into town to do a little shopping. First chance he gets. Alright, so you're going to be looking for uh, some shopping. Alright. Um, Domino, what are you looking to be doing at this point? So, uh, we had been talking about what all of us are kind of planning on fleshing out over some period of time, and um, what I specifically was going to be working on doing is establishing um like utilizing the fixer contacts i made to find out about metacore um to see if the ones that i tried to find out if there were any drift nations available is i want to turn the eyes and um see what i can find out about uh metacore shady dealings um if they have any like slave or prisoner concentration camps that we might be able to find out where the Snyders are, whether they have them as a work detail on the medical float, if they're maybe in Houston, somewhere where we can try to liberate them. And I was going to try to pull my resources to get as much, in, like, uh, pay off my fixer contacts in any way to get as much information about the underside of Metacore that I could to, one, find out where the Snyders are and potentially a way to get access to them. All right, so you're trying to get access to the Snyders, find out any information about where they're at, pretty much, and what they've been doing? Yep. All right. Uh, Jack? Um... So the building that T-Bar got us all set up in said it was like it was an old office building that we've converted into our new HQ, right? That Pretty was much, yeah. It was an old uh, old corporate building, uh, pre-war, yeah. completely fucked. But there. So Jack, Jack would have staked out like a top floor corner office as like his room, right? Um, and he's just hung like drapes and shit everywhere and there's like old concert bills and stuff like that and then a large table in the middle is the jack clone who's just literally almost like when you see corpses on like a mortuary slab he's literally just lying on the on like a, a conference table um and jack is just pacing up and down in front of this corpse like and then every now and again he'll just writing close like this and he'll be looking just just details he's trying to find anything and he's If you want to make me roll for it, fine. But he would have spent a long time triple checking the details. 
down to every last bit, is this definitely me? How accurate is this? Comparing everything. Yes, you dirty bastards, even that. And um, <laughs> and then you see him come out of there, think, go looking for um, Mojo. You had that case. Silver gave you a case. Huh? T-Bar. Silver gave somebody a case. T-Bar. Uh, my, my briefcase? So he turns to T-Bar. Yeah, the, uh, we opened it yet. I think I looked inside of it. It's just got a bunch of papers in there. Nothing cool. Sometimes you're my favorite person, and sometimes you're not my favorite person, T-Bar. And then I'll take the take the case, not by force. So you know, if you don't want to hand it over, fine. But I will, if you will allow, Jack, will take the case and take it to like. Um, it leaves the office. His, his office door open. If anyone else is interested, puts the case down and just opens the thing and starts going through the papers. Like she, Silver wanted us to have this shit for, for whatever reason. Um, knowing what we know now and also like the, uh, you know, bearing in mind the, the information that I managed to uncover hiring the net runner to, to you know, all the stuff we went over last session, um, would start attempting to see if there's any recurring patterns in what's in that paperwork compared to what we already know Does, is there any information fill in fill in the gaps basically um jack's got nothing else to do with his time other than go crazy and look at a younger version of himself which is probably not mentally healthy for too long so he needs to do something else uh, yeah, so uh, there were uh, there were two things or two briefcases given over. One of them was given over to uh, T Bar. Uh, who was the one that received the other one? Was that Clarity? <coughs> Somebody received one. From was that SCP. the one with the, the money? Yeah, that was the one that was filled with the cash. Yeah, I okay. got that. Okay, you got that. Okay, yeah. uh, just wanted to double check because I remembered one went to uh, T Bar uh, and then the other one went to somebody else. So yeah, so there was one that was filled uh, with cash. You remember how much cash it was? Uh, no, I think we all I distributed yeah, we already. Did. Okay, so you already yeah, it was like sixty each yep. or something like that. Yep. Yeah, so it was, it was it was a pretty decent little sum there. Um, okay, so uh, what I need uh, Jack to do right now uh, is please uh, first and foremost go ahead and roll me a uh, human perception check. Uh, as you are checking and diddling around on every single square centimeter of your clone's body to see if it is in fact a clone. Oh, I can do much better than that. Uh, 15. Uh, there is no perceptible differences that you can tell. Um, every detail that you can see and remember uh, is there, including uh, placement of certain moles. Um, mm -hmm. they're there. Everything seems to be in the right place. Yeah, um, and that is the, after a little while, that is the sort of shit he's like, no, wait, that one scar that I got when I was six, where is it? And it's... Uh, the scars do not seem to be there. The moles are, but the scars okay. are not. 
And the same thing would be said for any piercings or tattoos. They are not there. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that oh, was the uh, the first one on there. Um, and then the second thing that I need you to do is please go ahead and roll me uh, deduction or bureaucracy. One of those two, please. Uh, absolutely woeful at both of those. Um, if you do not succeed, you can always be like, hey, anybody else able to come in and help me take a look at this paperwork? Cough, cough, hint, hint. You've got a police officer. Yeah, Jack would totally just try and do this himself first, though, because he's an idiot, right? Um, like, literally, my intelligence is five. Um, <laughs> but let's do that. Let's, let's, it doesn't really matter, either one. Yeah! Yeah, eight! Hey, you got guy. no fucking... It's paper! So I'll come out, I'll come out, and i approach, That's yeah, bad. like, our, our, resident, our resident detective. Like, and I've just got an arm full of these papers, and, like, the case is under one arm, and he's just, like, got... So... Gather around, everyone. Gather around. So, I think uh, I think I understand f fully what's on here. But Mojo, if you would translate for the rest of the group, because it might go a bit over their heads, and you're very good at, you know, you understand these things. You can communicate to the layman if you would. All right, so before we go further into that, um, this is what uh, Jack's been working on, is checking out, figuring out what the hell's going on with this clone, and finally breaking out that uh, that briefcase, swiping it from T-Bar. Uh, T-Bar, what have you been doing at your new headquarters, your fancy little T-Mart Incorporated? You've got a little sign up in the front, hand-painted, this shitty old little office building in the middle of the desert between Austin and Houston off the highway. What are you doing? I put an ad in Craigslist for an assistant, like a, a intern, unpaid intern. Unpaid intern. And, and I put a bunch of stuff in there that's lies, like that it's college credit, stuff like that. Just stuff you made up. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm interviewing in, uh, interns during those two weeks. That's amazing. All right. for, my, uh, for my level three, like, uh, executive... Uh, person all right so with our executive perks uh just letting everybody in our uh audience know um if you go over to page 153 uh the executive uh is one of the actually pretty nice roles out there because it provides a lot of stuff uh it's one thing that uh that a lot of people kind of gloss over uh, so the executive, first and foremost, uh, they get a signing bonus, which means that they literally get a provided outfit. So they don't have to spend cash on their outfits anymore. It is now their suit. Uh, they also get access to corporate housing starting at rank two, which is where all of this is coming from, is he has found this office building and they've now started converting it. Uh, later on, he'll get access to health insurance at rank six. Uh, he gets trauma team coverage, which is pretty nice. Um, and then the best out of all of these, and this is what I was always kind of jealous of my former executive player for, who is actually SCP, um, is that starting at rank three, uh, they get access to team members. Uh, they get to choose between a couple of different kinds. They can either go for a, uh, let's see, 
They can go for a bodyguard, a covert operative, a driver, a net runner, or a technician. So you've had a week to think over this. You've had two weeks of interviewing people under your fake Craigslist ad. Uh, what are you going to be looking for? So the one that I was using was the uh, company covert operative. Okay. And unless you want me to roll fresh in front of you, I rolled the two, which means I got the stupidest version of that, like with the lowest intelligence score. So I guess <laughs> that's how I tricked them. Uh <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's uh, I rolled a two on that, so uh, they're not great at any of the intelligence skills, but uh, all right, yeah, so company covert operative, um, is uh, one of the literally one of the, the lowest intelligence builds that you can get for number two, uh, intelligence of three, but reflexes of eight, dex of six, tech of two. So they will literally be the stupidest tech and the stupidest intelligent person in the entire group here. Right, they're not um, really... Uh, the skills that they get are, are actually mainly tech and yeah. intelligence skills, so it's kind of shit, but it's what I rolled, so... Um, if you want to keep that, you can keep that, and we can have fun with that flavor, or uh, you can re-roll. I will allow you to do that. It's up to you. I think it's funny, so I mean, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we have a absolutely idiotic covert operative. Um, and this individual, uh, their cover job, we are going to say instead of being a personal assistant, because they are a little too uh, brain dead for personal assistant, this person just came in saying that they're going to be a stylist. Uh, they are literally just going to come in, and their only focus is on making you look as attractive as possible at all times, um, in their own personal view. Uh, so what but they I do would... have a high cool wardrobe and style. So yes. Uh, so what I would actually like you to do right now is we're going to take a look at the uh, the character building on here. Give me one second. Um, and we are going to go over into the section on. Faction. Did um, anybody watch the session? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Go ahead and roll me one d ten, please. Two yet. All right. Uh, so this person is absolutely enamored with gang colors. <coughs> and so. Everything right. that they style you up for is going to try and make you look like a fucking gangster ass, like, punk off the street, you own, you own this shit kind of stuff. So it's all about being dangerous, looking rebellious and violent and trying to make sure that you are as classy as fuck. Like, they're, that's all they're focused on. Maybe that's what my corporation will be, a record label. So, T-Mart Incorporated, you want to try and make that a, a record label? Possibly. We can do that you, if you, you want. Normally, you, nomads you, you, do uh, do uh, uh, shipping and transportation, but you can do music. We'll do shipping. Okay. No, no, because again, if you did, if you went the music route, it would still make sense because musicians need transportation yeah we're, the we're roadies for, for for musicians okay yeah 
It's it's yeah. literally your your Neo core, so we can do whatever you want. Sure. Do it. Oh, and I mean, you got you already got a uh, Devilish Jack Holmes on the bill. Mm, but Devilish Jack Holmes is presumed dead right now, so. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the one the one thing to be careful with. All right. Um, now... I don't know how gangster Devilish Jack Holmes is for the uh, for that market of music. I don't know. I don't think he uh, is particularly uh, gangsta, uh, but uh, she can or he can work in and jump in and try to make make Devilish Jack Holmes as gangsta badass as possible. Jesus, I'm <laughs> for that. <laughs> Jack Jack's music's very bluesy, and it, to be fair, a hell of a lot of rap and hip hop when they uh, when they when they. Yes. Uh, like use samples and stuff comes from old blues. So there's, there's that's a, what I was just thinking. Ended. We're just yeah. taking your old songs and throwing them on like trap mixes. And... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, how much more gangster do you get than telling a bunch of maelstrom to go take it to the Menon at Petrocam and then watch them get annihilated by a nuke? Yeah. 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 That's 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 oh, pretty gangster. Oh, that's that's like that's like two pack times ten. The way Jack um, <laughs> allegedly went out. So allegedly, so, <laughs> my team, yeah. are, my assistant may have an actual name, but he's just going to call her Shebar. So okay, uh, that's actually <laughs> what I was going to have you do right now. Go ahead and roll me another one d ten, and I've got my uh, characters here, and so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight. All right, so the individual's real name is Joni Hill. Joni Hill. So that's their individual name. You can call them Shebar. Uh, it is spelled J-O-N-N-I. And their nickname is Materialistic. So it works perfect. So Joni Hill. Or Joni Materialistic Hill. A.K.A. Shebar. Uh, Shebar, or Joni, um, has a very long, off-colored caramel perm. Um, uh, on her head. She has uh, colored eyes and colored contacts to look gunmetal gray. Uh, she has a blank look frequently on her face, and she is uh, she is always decked out in uh, the gang colors and streetwear. What are those colors? Just curious. Like, uh, what, what are these gay colors that we're using? That's up to you, or I could roll for it. Being that I'm in a huge gig city like Chicago, I don't want to just pick random colors. I'd rather just roll randomly. Like, I don't want to pick something that I actually know. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it's just going to be it's going to be red and black. Uh, good luck. Uh, you're officially with the Bloods. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so give me one second. You just want uh, how many colors do you want? Do you want one, two, three, four? Uh, I'll just pick one of the cyberpunk games, but I can't think of the name of the one that I'm thinking of right now. So, the like Valentinos or something like that. I have. Sure. They're basically cyberpunk Latin kings. Yeah. All right. Like, Your first color 
Give me one second. I'm going to drop the hex codes in for you inside of our Discord chat, and then we will get these together at a later point in time. Do colors. So that's our first color, and oh my god, those are so contrasting. Okay, that's fun. Uh, Just perfect. Uh, they are they are like a a subtle subtle pink purple, and then almost a mint green. Uh, so that's gonna be a fun mix to put together. Uh, good luck with that. Green, green, and pink. Uh, it is like. You can see it reflecting off my face right now. It is literally like a a a a, a like mint green. And... A bloody joke you're getting by the looks of the colors. Yeah, so this is the color. You can see it <laughs> reflecting off of me. Um, and I will give you the uh, the second color. Hold on one second. Let's pull that back up. Uh, so it's posted up on our Discord, and it is hilarious. Uh, it is this off pink. It's like almost salmon. Uh, let's see. Get it reflected off my face. There we go. So it's this off pink. That is fabulous. Yes. So mint green and off pink. Those are your gang colors. And Joni is going to do everything she can with her extremely strong cool to make sure that you are always repping those colors and you are wearing nothing else except for mint green and off pink. And if you even think about wearing something else, she's going to jump on social media and shit talk everything. So, <coughs> that is Joni. Oh, your new personal assistant and stylist. She will visit you and frequently make sure that you are properly representing your company. Congratulations, executive. Welcome to rank three. <laughs> All right. Calamity, what are you doing? Oh, well, side comment. I think Joni might need to have an accident. <laughs> Why? Joni sounds awesome. Uh, okay, so I am going to um, see about um, getting a job. Uh, I'm uh, getting into uh, med uh, Medicore um, HQ. So I'm, uh, see if I can collect some intel. You want to try and get into the Medicore HQ? Or um, I'm one of their local offices. See if I can see what I can do to collect intel. Okay, so you want to go into intelligence. All right. Um, and uh, Mojo, what are you going to be doing? Uh, so for two weeks, one week, I'm going to be helping Jack. That sounded like the second week because his first week was dealing with his clone. Uh, so the first week, I'm going to go up to Dallas and try to schmooze with Dallas in Dallas, um, and also buy a sword. But schmoozing with them to get ingratiated with the local okay. scene in Dallas. So we've got... 
Remy and Mojo, then, both of you are trying to go out and get some purchases done. Yep. All right. Um, what are you guys trying to uh, to purchase? Because you do now have somebody who is a fixer in your group. <coughs> Not particularly high level, but you have a fixer who can source equipment. Or you can try and contact a different fixer inside a adjacent city. Uh, what, what, uh, value of, of equipment can Domino source? I, not, not very well. I'm like a two, so. Yeah. Uh, rank, rank two can source basically what player characters can source, except rank two can further source the, mar the underground markets. Are um, you sure? I thought they had access to higher than 500. I don't think rank two. I think that comes at what rank later. Right, let's see. Roll abilities. Fixer, page one fifty nine. All right. First, first two ranks. Uh, reach. You can always find a place to secure cheap and everyday items for your clients on a piece by piece basis. Uh, you have access to haggle. You are able to grease, and your uh, local contacts are local hunches, gang lords, and local neighborhoods. So yes, you have the ability to purchase up to five hundred dollar, just like everybody else. Uh, but for this is the difference, and so this is something that I I had to learn and play around with and figure out. And uh, thank God for uh, Rob Mulligan here in chat. So thank you very much, Rob, uh, for his wonderful videos. Uh, what this means is that no matter what, Domino does not have to search for cheap and everyday goods. So if we remember, like before, uh, we had uh, T-Bar trying to find all of that beer. And he was flying around from gas station to gas station, and he couldn't figure out where the fuck to get some smash? Well, with Domino, Domino already has access to it. He doesn't have to search for it, doesn't have to roll for it, none of that. Um, so once Domino ranks up into rank 3 and 4, then you get access to the expensive items, which means you can always source up to 500, and then... Rank 5 and 6 goes all the way up to Night Market, and then uh, Luxury and Super Luxury. So, yeah. Uh, right now, Domino's a little fresh. Doesn't really know where to get everything. So, uh, the two of you can try working through him if it is cheap and everyday items, or if you want to try and reach out to a fixer in another city, uh, you can do that. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm going to have to reach out to another fixer for the time being. All right. Uh, we do have somebody here uh, who has contacted now, a higher level fixer. Oh, Domino, what's up? Now, that being said, even though contacting another fixer, could I not attempt to use Haggle to negotiate a better price even with that fixer? You 100% could. That's literally your, your specialty. So even though I may not have access to the items, I could still get them to you for cheaper through the other contacts. Maybe. Yeah, that is also possible, yep. Uh, so with our group, uh, who is the one that was working with uh, Fixer up in Dallas? I believe it was Jack and Calamity. Jack. Yeah. Fixer, I spoke to a netrunner. I don't know whether a Fixer was involved or not. 
No, that was me. Okay, so uh, That'd be calamity. Yeah, yeah calamity. <clears throat> um, your contact there was uh, Dallas Corbin. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were working with Dallas Corbin. Now, I I have it written down here. I need to look for it. Do you remember what uh rank level Dallas Corbin was at? Because I think we already specified that. Mm. Thought it was seven. I don't remember. Honestly. The picture of T Bar now. Oh my lord. T Mart established 2045. Oh, I love you guys so much. You are so ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I believe it was level seven. So let me pull that up on here. All right. Uh, so um, on our Discord chat, uh, I, I will. We need. To, can somebody share those out into like off topic <laughs> or cyberpunk chat, please? Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's wonderful. Uh, so, uh, on rank 7 and 8, uh, this is what, uh, Corbin will have access to. Uh, Corbin will have access to, uh, sourcing very expensive items. Um, and if successful, uh, for a haggle, uh, they can do to get a half payment on luxury or super luxury items, if they can be sourced. So. It's not a torpedo. Yeah, well, that was that was part of the super luxury. We rolled for it, didn't have access to it. Uh, so, uh, I see a scrunch up on the wonderful face of our uh, mojo, and hopefully not so much on our Remy here. Uh, Remy, you were up first in our initiative order. What is it that you were trying to source? Well, when he was back in Phoenix, he did some uh, security work. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a local company. And while there, he uh, met a netrunner and got very interested in uh, what it is that they do. Um, but to get into it, he needs to purchase quite a bit of stuff. So I need to get a standard cyber deck, virtual, uh, virtuality goggles, a Neuralink, and interface plugs. Wow, okay. over in the dark side. Yeah, crossing to the dark side. Uh, all right, so let me see if I even have that on my little GM sheet here. I think that goes far above and beyond. So uh, try that again. What were you looking for? You said you're looking for virtuality goggles. So that's premium. They'll yep. have access. What else? A standard cyber deck. That's 500. And then a Neuralink and an in- and interface plugs, which are also both 500. All right. Uh, so they will be able to access. So Corbin, Corbin Dallas has uh, guaranteed access to that. Um, what I need you to do right now is please uh, go ahead and roll me a trading check. All right. Um, so let's see. We've got. You said you've got two different things of cyberware. Both of them are five hundred apiece. Yep. We've got the <coughs> virtuality goggles, which are a hundred eddies, and we've got the standard cyber deck, which is five hundred.
Uh, he can source all of this into you for uh, 2,000 eddies. All right, I'm sold. All right. Uh, so uh, you're able to get access to it. You're able to uh, talk with Calamity. Calamity is able to get you hooked up with somebody up in Dallas. Um, and uh, uh, not somebody is able to hook you up with Dallas in Dallas. Um, and uh, they're able to get you into a Ripper dock. And you're able to go in for your surgery. Um, what I need you to do now is go ahead and roll me the humanity loss. Uh, so let me pull up our uh, sheet here for all of our different interface stuff. I believe it's um, 2d6. Dear God. There's manual... There we go. All right, so um, the first one that you're going for was what? You said interface plugs, right? Uh, the neuro, Neuralink first. All right, so Neuralink. Uh, so you can either take the 7 or roll 2d6. What would you like to do? Oof. I think I'll just take the 7s. All right, uh, so you will take the 7 for that. And then the interface plugs is also 7. Uh, do you want to take the 7 or roll 2d6? I'm not going to tempt fate. Let's just take that 7. You don't want to get two 20s? Just like yesterday? <laughs> Somehow you rolled 2d6 and got two 20s. We don't know how. It's just, it's roll 20. <laughs> um, so, alright, so you're taking a total of 14 humanity loss there. Um, so you have both of those now installed. Uh, so for a Neuralink, uh, what it does is it opens you up for five slots for Neuralware options. And the interface plug, uh, when they are plugged in, it allows... So it plugs into the wrist or head, and it allows a user to jack in and use smart guns, cyber dunks, cyber decks, heavy machines, and vehicles with no hands. Multiple installations allow users to be plugged into multiple things at the same time. Uh, so when it comes to the interface plugs, we actually had somebody in our Discord chat ask about this, and this is a perfect time to answer. Uh, somebody asked if they wanted to dual-wield smart link handguns, uh, what would they have to have for that? And the answer is, they would have to have a Neuralink, and they would have to have two sets of interface plugs, one for each. Um, the other possibility that they can use is they can use the, um, I believe it was the, the, the built-in, what was that one that goes in your hand? Subdermal grip. Yeah, the subdermal grip. And if you want to do that, again, it will require two installations of that. Uh, so if you want to dual wield and you want to use smarts on both of them, you have to have both of them installed. So, so in general, the subdermal grip, you just pick up your gun and it's good. Yeah. With the interface plugs, you actually have to plug it in. Yeah. yeah. Interface plugs could be used for more stuff, though. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Really cool, particularly if, you're, if you've got some levels in Nomad because you can plug into your car and drive the car while firing a two-handed weapon. Yes, and uh, as our windows. players are also aware of for this, uh, if you use the vehicles of red, 
um, you can plug into your car and you can actually drive your car and if you want to fire a missile launcher from your car itself in the same turn or you can use a turret that fires a cannon or a machine gun or you can use an artificial intelligence to assist you so check that stuff out interface plugs are pretty sweet and uh, even for all of my previous builds, when I made a tech and a nomad, uh, I always include a Neuralink with interface plugs. They are, they are invaluable. Uh, so, Remy, that's what you're doing. It takes it takes you a couple of days. You go into Dallas. You get the surgery. Um, are you going to try and go for therapy afterwards to fix up that humanity loss? Oh, most definitely. All right, so we're going to jump into therapy on here. Are you going to go for uh, standard or extreme? Give me the good stuff. Give me the good stuff. All right, so you're going to go in for some extreme humanity loss. Um, this is going to cost you a thousand eddies. Uh, extreme humanity loss is not cheap. Um, and going in, it's going to take you a full week of therapy for this, but you have a chance to roll 4d6. So go ahead and roll 4d6. All right, you're able to get back 14 humanity loss. So 100% of what you lost, you're able to get back in. Um, and so you're feeling right as rain by the end of that uh, by the end of that time. And uh, when you return back to T-Mart Incorporated, our wonderful uh, was T-Bar. You said it was a, a roadie company. He's not sure yet. Okay, um, a, a possible just, uh... roadie record label shipping question mark, right? They just do things. Okay, That's the it. company that Thanks. does things. Yes. You go back to the company that does things, to this shabby-ass little broken-down old corporate headquarters that's being revamped and slowly rebuilt. Um, pretty much a new man. Um, you've got your cyber deck, you've got your interface plugs, and you have now given your GM a headache of having to literally cover every single role ability now. And having to include cyber stuff. <laughs> Net running its own game, special game. So be thankful we're not playing 2020. Yes. Uh, I, <laughs> I would literally do the same thing my former GM did. I would just say, we're not doing net running. No. So he literally no. just said no. <laughs> and we're like, okay. Either, you, either you're all net runners or none of you are. Yeah, doing that. <laughs> oh, he he didn't even give us the option for everybody's a net runner. They just said we're not doing net running, and we all just had to say okay. Um, so all right, we well, now have a tech net runner. Congratulations! You don't have any programs. Yeah, no, I realized I didn't actually look through the programs yet, and there are so many. So there are so that. many, sir. <laughs> Um, I would highly recommend uh, check out the uh, the campaign that uh, that uh, Cybernation Uncensored has done in the past. Uh, they work with uh, Rocket Fox, an absolutely insane netrunner who uh, Rocket Fox has done an excellent job in learning how to streamline the stuff. Uh, so I recommend uh, watch watch that stream. Uh, Rob also has a wonderful little series on how to netrun. Um, and that was featuring the former cast of his previous uh, game as well. So check those out. Um, and everybody on uh, on our uh, Twitch and YouTube as well, go check them out. Uh, so we've got Remy doing this. No idea what programs he's going to do. 
Mojo, you've headed up into Dallas as well. Uh, what are you on the lookout for as you go into the city? So since Dallas, so I'll need to find out from Dallas that he can't help me find my sword. Um, and then I'll give up a call to the fixer that Silver gave me a lead on. Um, I've got a name. I've got most of the name. Joey Lawful something or other. We'll stick with Joey. Yep. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't write in the last name. I literally wrote something or other because I couldn't understand what you're saying. I'm very uh, sorry. Sorry. It was. We were going through it a little bit fast. Um, <clears throat> and see if he's a good enough fixer to find me a Kandachi Mono Three. Since Dallas is has doesn't have that kind of reach. Silver had the reach, but she couldn't find one. So she gave me Joey's name. All right, so I'm going to pull up our Kandachi Mono 3. So the Kandachi Mono 3 is a two-handed, very heavy melee weapon. It ignores all armor lower than SP11, and it costs 5,000 eddies. It is a uh, luxury item. Um, for this, what I'm going to have you do is go ahead and roll me a 1d10, and this is going to be uh, Joey's fixer level. Just, just one game without a weeb sword. For God's sake, one. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> okay, Ducky. I'm waiting for you. Mojo, roll again. Roll 1d10, and that's going to be their fixer level. They are fixer level two. Sorry. Uh, they are they are somebody who is also reaching out, trying to figure out who's this Domino guy, new new kid on the block. Uh, he seems like a pretty nice person, um, but so Joey Joey has no idea what the fuck a Kendachi Mono Thry is. They they've never even heard of it. What what's Kendachi? Fucking Joey. Fucking Joey. Whoa. Fucking Joey. <clears throat> so what are we doing mojo you're muted if that didn't take up too much time to spend one week doing odd jobs for dallas in dallas uh i will spend the first week doing that and the second week helping uh jack go through the documents oh no worries um it's that mean you're trying to do a, do a hustle? Or are you trying to hustle? Yep. Okay. Uh, what hustle are you doing? Are you doing uh, lawman? Or are you doing oh, nomad? Because Dallas didn't he used to be a lawman as well before fixing? No, it's oh, just a fixer. Okay. All right, well, working through Dallas to get some lawman jobs. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, go ahead and roll 1d6, please. And I'm so sorry about your 1d10 roll on there. All right, so we've got a 5. Uh, what is your uh, rollability rank? Uh, no, wrong button. Thank you. 6. 
All right. Uh, so while working for Dallas, because he's a fixer, what's one thing that they always try to fix? Drugs. Uh, you're able to successfully smuggle in a drug shipment uh, on your motorcycle, and you're able to get it into uh, Dallas from uh, Houston. Uh, so you're able to actually bring it from one city to the next, and uh, he gives you 300 Eddies for it. Yay! I wish I, I had one of those soundboards where I could just click the button and it does the <laughs> confetti thing. <laughs> I want that so bad. Alright, yeah. second week I'm going to help uh, Jack go through those documents. Okay. Um, and so, through all of that, so Remy, you've been doing your shopping, you're modifying. Uh, Domino, you're trying to do some research. Jack, um, <clears throat> Jack's also doing the research and working on trying to figure out what the fuck's in this suitcase and what the fuck is this clone thing going on. Uh, T-Bar has been working on his company, uh, Calamity. Uh, what exactly has Calamity been doing again? Well, for the first week, I was gonna see about, um, uh, digging up what I could for, um, uh, to find out, um, anything about Mama Snyder, or the rest of the Snyders. So you're gonna be helping out Domino? Through, um, yeah, through, um, uh, um, uh, Medicore, and then, like, if, uh, for the second week, I was gonna see if I can jump in and do, um, a week of ther extreme therapy. All right, because um, I was trying to figure out because you had mentioned that you wanted to be reaching out into Metacore. I didn't know if you were trying to hustle or if you were trying to do research. So you're trying to do research, not hustle. Research. Okay. Um, and Mojo, you're going to be helping out Jack. Uh, so let's jump through this one by one. I'm trying to make sure that I maintain my focus on that. I'm also trying to make make sure that I don't forget about our chat. A lot of people have been chatting. Holy crap! I'm very sorry. I hope all of you are having a wonderful weekend. Hair dyed, fried, laid to the side for the audience. Taking the average is house, raws, roll every time for character creation. Okay. I don't know if that is. But hi, everybody. Sorry, I'm not paying attention. I will t try to pay attention. Um, my apologies. So. Let's jump into this. If anybody wants to drop any uh, pluses into our chat, we are at a reward request queue of zero. Uh, this is going to be where a lot of those plus twos are going to be coming in handy as people are attempting to do research and focus and learn. Uh, learning always requires encouragement, so let's get some extrinsic encouragement. Drop those plus twos in chat. Or you can do minus twos and screw everybody over. Go for it. It's up to you. Um, or you can drop in plot twists. Feel free. Um, I love how it's like mostly my own players right now just doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <Order> matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so vampire bites, you're gonna go first so that you can't use the uh, the plus two, and then Raven, you're gonna go next uh, so you can't use the plus two, and. Uh, uh, I would like uh, Tracy. Tracy, please join this uh, video call, and I'm going to have you roll next so you don't get the plus two. No. Um, so we're actually going to go through our uh, our initiative order on here. Uh, Remy, you've already gone. You've done your work. Um, Domino, you're trying to do your research. What are you trying to look up and how? So I, uh, where where is it? I need those two facts. What and how. What is I your favorite am... color? 
Blue! No, green! Purple. Oh. Purple. Are you sure it's not the purple. off pink? That, uh, that, uh... <laughs> Positive. Okay. Positive. It's purple. I am not getting, uh, dealing with the swallow. <laughs> um, so, what I am doing is I am reaching out to the, uh, contact that I made in Houston, the, uh, I think it was a gang lord, um, who told me about how the, uh, Drift Nation had, the Drift Nation that was around had been accused of piracy and then fled and Metacore had taken over. I'm going to reach out to them and I'm going to ask them, uh, if they have any contacts or any, uh, CD, if they know what the, the down low, um, about the behind the scenes of Metacore, like what they might be having going on in the shadows that people don't know about. Um, and see if they know about any camps where people are being held, either concentration or um, forced work labor or ice type things um, to get to see where they would have people that Mama Snyder and the rest of the Snyders might be. Uh, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be rolling opposed to you for these checks, and I'm going to use my wonderful uh, Fallout dice, so hopefully we get lots of these natural 20s, just like our... No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I'm going to be rolling opposed for you. Uh, first thing that you're trying to do is you're reaching out to other uh, other individuals in the community, so that's going to be through what skill? What do you want to use? Are you going to try and bribe somebody? Are you going to just try to talk with them? Are you going to try and interrogate them? What are you going to I, do? Like we did last time, I am going to try to uh, use trading and ask how much is this? So not so much bribery, but I'm more, again, trading. It's like, even in for everything is a call, everything has a price. There's a cost associated with everything. What would the cost be that you would put on this information that I am trying to acquire? So using trading to, to figure negotiate out a price. Yes. Gotcha. Go ahead and roll. All right. You're going to win. Yeah, you won. Um, all right. Go ahead and um, I'm going to roll A1D6. Oof, okay. Um, since you won that roll, I will half that. Uh, so 300 eddies. And, uh... Do you want to haggle it? I do. I'm not going to be reminding That's you in the future, just a heads up. No, no, I, I was okay. pulling... I was pulling up the haggle rules to see specifically what I roll for that. Okay. Yeah, um, which is... Opposed, cool, and you're probably going to this again. Yeah, you beat the shit out of that. Uh, okay, so you're able to get a reduction of 10%. So that's going to so, be 300 times 0.9. Uh, so 278s. Cool. I will pay that. All right. Um, so the information that you're able to get pretty much is the fact that um, not only did Metacore go out and uh, attack these uh, pirate drift nations, uh, they wiped them out. They did the exact same thing that they did to the Nomad Council, is they were using large-scale warfare. 
Um, at that point in time, there were no nukes being used out in the Gulf of Mexico, uh, but they did use uh, heavy bombardment. So you are unable to find any individuals still alive, but you do find out again, because this is actually a repeat, because you had already asked this question, uh, there is a location right out here um, that is being used as a uh, holding area as well as a work area uh, for individuals under Metacore as well as for Biotechnica. So there is a facility up there. Okay, so thank you. I I, I don't remember asking that last week because I was specifically about Metacore in there. Two weeks ago, actually. Two weeks ago. Okay, yeah. that, that may be why my head's shady um okay the, the information but, that came up last time though was just somewhere in texas mm, we didn't have yes. a map like we do this time uh well we we did have it circled i actually had to delete it uh previously because this was a site where i told you guys that metacore had come in with biotechnica there was an attack there and that they had been bringing people in because that was when jack was trying to do his research so now you know that this is a place where they also keep individuals, and it's also a place where they seem to be having work done. Okay. Two and two, we have four. Yep. Cool. Um. Then, with that, I would be trying to get all the bits of information I can about that place before taking it back to the group to see what we, what sort of um, preliminary spy stuff we can do to see, again, I want to get as much information as I can to take back to the group so that we don't go in blind or have snipers like we did in uh, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, so what do you want to use for that? Do you want to try and trade for the info again? Do you want to interrogate, conversation, bribery? What do you want to do? Um, yeah, I want to do the, the I, I want to uh, barter again, do the trade for it. Okay. All right, good luck. And I'm, I would like to use a plus two from chat. All right, plus two from chat. This one comes from Vampire Bites. So this is a fourteen. All right, um, you uh, you lost that roll by quite a bit. Uh, so let me roll. Um, you're able to find out information about the actual compound by paying a total of four thousand eddies. There's somebody that is looking for a big payoff. 4,000 eddies. 4,000 eddies. 4K. Okay. I would also like to haggle that down, if I'm able to. Right. And I would like to use another plus two from chat, and I'm also going to use two of my luck. All right. This one comes from Raven. Thank this you, Raven. Good luck. So that's that's a 24. All right, uh, you won that. So 4,000, and that's going to be uh, reduced by 10%. So 4,000 times 0.9. So 3,600 eddies is what you're able to haggle the info down for a data chip with information about the place. Okay, I don't quite have that. 
No worries. This is info you can keep in your back pocket, um, and mm. you can purchase it at a later time. It is an open offer. Uh, okay, so I would recommend I writing that down somewhere. Uh, data chip on Metacore slash Biotechnica cost 3600 Yeah, now I'm pretty much as soon as I, and they say, hey, this is, and I'm able to negotiate that price, I say, cool, I will be back with that money shortly. Just stand by. And uh, as soon as I break away from them, I'm going to put a broad message to our group. Um, hey, everybody! I I need to. Um, I need money. Come up with. Yeah, I need I need three thousand six hundred eddies. I I have most of that if I have to pay for all a little bit. But if we could split. But I have a data chip. I have access to a data chip with information for Metacore on the compound where they are holding people and the Snyders might be there. So I think it would be highly valuable because this would give us inside information on the location that we may have to hit. All right, now with that being done, we're gonna be switching over to Calamity because Calamity was also trying to help you in this whole process of looking around, trying to go inside of Metacore itself and get some information there. Uh, so what I would like, what I would like you to do, Raven, um, is please go ahead and go ahead and roll me a bribery check to try and get into one of the local Metacore. Um, it seems actually no, no, hold on. Before a bribery check, because I don't want to totally screw you over. We're we're always using luck. What is your luck score? A mighty three. Awesome. A mighty three. Go ahead and roll me 1d10, please. Your Metacore, um, your Metacore uh, badge is no longer active. So you're going to need to bribe your way into a Metacore location for info. Or you can try and uh, work for a new location uh, because they don't seem to have you on record right now. Okay. Um, would I have gotten this information from um, uh, Domino's character? From Domino? What was that? But I've gotten the information prior to me doing what I'm, what I was going, what I was doing. Um, or as I was, as I was getting to it, you know, to walk into the, to the door. Let's say that as you go into the Metacore HQ, you're trying to, trying to see if, uh, if you're able to get inside. Your pass isn't working. Your thing isn't allowing you inside. You go up to one of the desks. They say you're not a registered member. They have to confiscate your pass, and you get a. Uh, you get this message from Domino. Oh, okay. Um, then that tells me um, uh, that I should abort what um what I had planned, and um, I'm gonna switch gears and uh, hit up uh, Dallas to find um uh, to or actually go back to the place where I did therapy. In Dallas, I'll okay. Switch gears. 
All right, I'll switch gears and do. I'm gonna go ahead and hit up the therapist again. All right. Um. So, are you going to be doing uh regular or extreme? Extreme. Uh, so uh, you you realize that this isn't going to be working out. We already have access to to some info. We just need a little bit of cash. And Sierra, so like, do you know what? I could use this cash and give it to Domino, but I want to go into a therapist instead. So go ahead and spend one thousand eddies and roll me forty six. All right. So you have eight humanity loss that you gain back. Okay. Now, the nice part about this is the fact that as you are going in for the therapy, like, you kicked so much ass with your previous role. Uh, we even chatted about that on on. Is it <laughs> on a 46? It's 46, yes. She rolled D4s. Huh? 4D4. Good catch. Okay, nice. cool. Thanks. Sorry about roll that. Roll 46. There we there go. We That's go. a lot better. So 15. Um, so you've got two really good rolls right now uh, for your humanity loss, um, and you should actually be feeling pretty decent. Now, I want to remind everybody in our uh, viewership on Twitch and over on YouTube, uh, every single time that you have a piece of hardware installed, cyberware, um, it permanently decreases your maximum capable humanity by two. Any Borgware that you put in decreases it by four. Okay, so we need to keep this in mind. So Calamity, your humanity, or sorry, your empathy luckily is like fucking eight. I think you like almost maxed out that stat. Um, so right now, uh, your maximum humanity that you will uh, ever get access to is going to be up to a 70 because you've installed so much cyberware. Uh, but you are slowly working your way back up to that. Um, now, this is something that I want to uh, point out to our viewership because this is actually a pretty big deal when you're trying to cyber up your character. If you don't have some like amazing fucking empathy, you are literally shooting yourself in the foot. Uh, we actually had one of my previous players literally just start cybering themselves up during character creation, and the day that they came in, they literally went cyber psycho. I took their character sheet and tried murdering the other players. Uh, so, yeah. They wound up being at a negative 28 or something, and I was like, yeah, no, you're mine now. It'll go back down when I, when I um, have enough cash to do what, I, what we discussed before. Alright. Just like Shadowrun, just like Shadowrun, man, I miss that time. I've never played Shadowrun, uh, but our wonderful Vampire Bites here has actually comped me a version of Shadowrun on the PC. And I have it saved, um, and I'm going to be playing it, uh, hopefully, during my vacation time, my next vacation. So, Is it the Shadowrun Hong Kong? Yeah. That one's really cool. I believe that was the one that, that Sean sent over. That one's great. It's over yeah. on GOG. I have all of them right now. I have, I've played, like, five minutes of each of them. Awesome. I couldn't get into it. I don't like three, I think, of them? There's yeah, three. it's three or four. Yeah, the boss. The Boston one, the Germany one, and the Hong Kong one. They're all, they're all quite good, yeah. Yep. Right, I'm going to be jumping into that uh, sometime in the future because I, I would like some more inspiration. Um, as you guys might be able to tell, the Fallout 2D20 game that we are hosting on uh, Fridays, uh, there's so much shit that I'm bringing into that because I literally have my surroundings as my inspiration. I'm here in Asia, uh, but I'm sure as fuck not in Texas. 
So when we're talking about like Dallas and Austin and San Antonio and Houston, I purposely never visited any of those cities because I don't ever want to. So I have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. So that's also the reason I haven't been breaking out my my stereotyped southern accent is because I don't want somebody, aka my coworker, to murder me because he's from, I believe, Houston. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, that being said, we've we've got all this work being done. Uh, what are we gonna say, vampire? So that that there city in Texas called Houston. Houston, Houston. Uh, so we've got uh, we've got calamity getting uh, getting this done. She attempts to get over, or they attempt to get over into uh, Metacore. It is a failed attempt, and so they instead. Uh, make their way over to a therapist, spend a week, and get 15 humanity back. Uh, now, you still have a little bit more time on your hands. What are you going to be doing? The rest, I'm going to hit Dallas up for a, and do a hustle for a week. Right. What are you going to be hustling under? Um, solo, Nomad, Fixer, or sorry, Solo, Nomad, or Tech. I'll accept any. I'll go Tech this time. Go ahead and roll me 1d6. And what is your tech rank ability? Um, I think still 4. Okay. Yeah, it's still 4. Okay. Go ahead and roll 1d6. 5. Alright. Um, so you came in and Dallas like, oh, yep, uh, I need to get some weapons fixed up. We just had these shipped in. Uh, as you were working on them, uh, you were given access, um, oddly enough, to what seems to be a, uh, a Geiger counter. Um, and as you are fixing up and repairing these weapons, uh, you, you see quite a bit of radiation in on them. You literally work in cleaning them off. Um, and Dallas lets you know that, oh yeah, some of these were shipped over from that Vegas accident. These were some of the leftover weapons from the Maelstrom that they were going to use against Metacore before the nuke went off. So you come in and fix those up. Secretly pour one out for the homies. Pour one out. Absent chat for the Maelstrom. We lost 700 that day. And a huge chunk of Jack's fan base. I'm still so sorry about that. <laughs> oh, speaking that too. So, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Jack, uh, what's your uh, what's your rocker boy ability? Your rank? What? Six. Six. Uh, go ahead and roll me one d six, please. All right, so uh, at this point in time, you lost a huge chunk of that fan base, and so uh, you are now down to what you know of, uh, like on the uh, the data pools and all that stuff. There's, there's like an average of about two thousand people that still listen to your music. <laughs> Pretty low. Okay. But you now know. Um, all right, so we've got uh, Remy, we've got Domino, uh, Calamity, 
Uh, Jack and Mojo are the two who are going to be taking a stab at that briefcase. Uh, so what we are going to be doing, folks, is we are going to take a, a quick bio break. Um, I need to go get a refill on my coffee. And yeah, we'll take a quick bio break. Be back in a few minutes. And we are going to crack open that briefcase and figure out what the fuck has been sitting in the back of T-Bar's AV for the last couple of weeks while everybody ignored it. I could have sworn I actually looked at it, but I don't remember if I did. You did. But you had no idea what the paperwork was because you attempted to do a bureaucracy before your executive skills. Um, and uh, you saw that it was filled with papers and some electronic device. You had no idea what it was. Seems right. Yep. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Jump on a bio break. I'm going to leave the mics hot. Uh, so that our folks here can chat with our audience. Let's give you guys a little bit of tunes. Gonna play some Acid Tech by Helix Code. See everybody in a little bit. I'll be right back. You're a vampire. So, like, um, I don't, um, I didn't, I haven't really, um, I dug that deep into it, but, um, so Netrunner on Netrunner in cyberspace, um, uh, like what the, the comment that I made about them dueling in, in, in net space. How's that work? Uh, you, so the various programs that you have for Netrunner. Some are um, anti-black ice, some are anti-regular ice, or anti-software, and some are anti-Netrunner. So you just, you can zap them the same way. That doesn't take a program. Uh, they can zap you. They, otherwise you just, you know, you can use your sword or your van hammer and whatnot and attack them with the, with the software. Same way you would attack nodes with um, ice or black ice. So what I'm takes, curious about software. Uh -huh. So what I'm curious about is like when you're um, when they're dueling, um, like their HP, <clears throat> and, um, and do they use that similar to like um, uh, um, uh, fighting in, in in meat space? Yep. Yep. So like most, um, most if, once they yeah most, once they're allowed to get. They get um, they get kicked out of the net. So yeah, I mean you're taking literal physical damage to your meat body when you take damage in the net. Mm -hmm. Now a lot of the ice and stuff will reduce your stats or um, slow you down, which is a stat reduce as well. So those are mental and. <laughs> Um, they they go away after an hour or something like that. Uh, right. but physical damage ones are physical damage, and they're healed the same way as taking a gunshot or a sword swipe would do. So you can actually no, die in cyber and yeah. actually and, in and black armor. armor. Uh, well, it ignores physical armor because it's damage done directly to your nervous system. Uh, there is 
the software, the program armor, which gives you a benefit. So the feedback will cause you to come uh, to um, a flat line. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to I'm, uh, like I'm trying to wrap my head around it because I'm, I didn't really for your camp um, for your quick um, uh, like test campaign really yeah. delve that deep into it. Yeah. And um, like um, I'm trying to wrap my head around it because of um, my uh, my campaign for um, high riders. Net uh, net running um, uh, like that runs differently um, because it's ship to ship. Okay. So, so um, since there's um, uh, since we're not dealing with um, a global um, uh, internet um, uh, net running and like that, um, uh, it's kind of isolated. So, um, and you can you you do your combat ship to ship, short yeah. range. In red, I mean, in red, it's even shorter range. It's just a single access point, and if somebody else happens to be in the same access point, um, you don't even have you don't even have na neighborhood level in red. Yeah. So. Well, I'm because I'm, uh, I'm trying to get that aspect down. Um, where like when I'm, uh, when yeah, it's ship to ship combat, and you have your net, you have a dedicated net runner who can um, mm -hmm. trying to take uh, trying to take control of the other ship, or and um, another net runner on board the other ship, um, uh, um, fending them off or whatnot. And it should be interesting. I, I'm I'm liking it. I just have I'm, uh, I'm still kind of crafting things left and right. As far as the story and stuff. Sounds like fun. It should be. I hope you. Um, I hope um, uh, those of you that jump on board with me and uh, whoever else wants to jump in. Um, I'd probably be down. Okay. The two games I've played have been with you, and you're awesome to play with. So. Well, I'm gonna, um, um, like this is gonna be my um, uh, my first um, uh, uh, endeavor for jamming. Um, yeah. I've, I've, jam I've jammed before, but that was for other modules like um, like um, Macross and um, and Rifts. So and, um, I haven't jammed in a while. So it, it'd be oh, it'd be very welcome to have um, a vampire and. And whoever else jump, um, jumping in that's got um, a expertise that can uh, that can steer me in the right direction if I if I mess something up. I'm crafting like um, different storylines. I've um, uh, rolled up like 20, 20 some odd. NPCs for interaction so far. I've made, um, I've come up with like um, different corporations to, um, for various corporations for the players to either work for or run up against. And when we come back, I, I, I'm going to hold some stuff up to show how I'm sort of a real life tech because um, I currently have a Surface Pro 3 in my lap and there's three tablets around me um, in addition to my phone and computer mm -hmm. and the reason why I'm screwing with the tablets is I just ordered uh, 
SD cards to fit them because of the ones that I already have on hand, they weren't the specific size to fit these. Like, I have a pile of 21 2 gig SD cards. I have another pile of 18 uh, 4 gig SD cards, but this tablet takes a 32 and the other tablet takes a 64. But I only have a, or sorry, it takes a 128. But I only have, of ones that I'm not using right now, a 64 bit because my phone has a 500 gig. Um, yeah. I, I'm that guy. <laughs> like I was explaining before about my my, my campaign, there's um uh, one of one of the locations is gonna be um uh, of course Mars, uh -huh. and um I think the other one was um saturn whatever and um in order to get to those those locations i'm going to be utilizing um um a dump gate technology Sweet. and um using influences from the expanse as far as like um like the really high technical stuff when we do ship to ship combat like um high g maneuvers where they demo or like um uh, Full velocity or high, um, a high burn to catch up to another ship that's already hit freaking sublight, where they do uh, where they use the those cranial injections to to keep you from freaking passing out. Yep. But I think it should be in, yeah, it should be interesting. Oh, one hundred percent. Also, it's kind of different. Um, uh, like um player combat because um, you're worried about depressurizing airlocks and you can't really use high yield freaking weaponry. Unless it's the other uh, other person's ship then you don't uh, that you don't give a crap about. Kitty. Very nice looking uh, nice looking familiar. Mhm. Mm I loves him. I can't have my uh, familiar of my own just yet. Part of my no no it sucks. My only familiar that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one though. Definitely stink palm. I'm, I was so heartbroken when they freaking uh, when when the expanse freaking ended. I haven't watched the last season yet. I'm not gonna say anything. I was I was just heartbroken that um, that it came to an end. I wish there was a spin-off or something. There probably will be. I miss my my the my um uh, my rock hoppers. My favorite was um was drummer. Who was drummer? Um, she was a second hand. I'm a second in command for I'm a okay. Fred Johnson. So what what's funny is I was I couldn't remember the name, but I was trying to I was trying to think of her name specifically to say that aesthetically you remind me of her. And I mean that as a compliment. 
Thank you. That is a compliment. Okay. Definitely Stink Palm. She was she was the best. I, I, I freaking I loved her character. Space nomads. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome, stink bomb. <laughs> My other favorite uh, was the uh, the uh, I don't remember the guy who uh, the Earther that was on the ship. That the guy who went back to Earth, the one who had escaped by telling all the the. The, the sociopath where he was if like if he uh the one on the crew where he's like no i'll, I'll go ahead yeah I, I can do that and then he would go what yeah whether it was like calm or extremely violent he's like yeah okay i, I can do that no mm -hmm. i don't think i can do that i'm gonna do that for you but not you just the blunt straightforward of him it's like he it didn't feel like he came across all that smart but he came again he felt very a uh it's either sociopath or psychopath it's where they, where they don't feel emotion but that they can sort of portray them mm -hmm. and they they use more of a logic-based gains versus value uh judgment thing and it sounds like and it, he came across as one that where like if the switch had just been flipped the other way he would have been like a mass murderer somewhere down on earth or anywhere else because and for a while he sort of had to be and that's what kind of put him in that mindset but he found a way out of that and was struggling to maintain mm -hmm. and i thought he did an extremely good job of portraying that character in that way and like really great acting wise definitely all right, folks, we are back. Um, wonderful little conversation here, listening on you guys talking about this. I cannot wait for uh, uh, Raven Calamity's uh, campaign. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, one thing that I've mentioned before is the fact that for the Vehicles of Red, I never touched outer space stuff just because of my own uh, personal uh, issues. <laughs> I had a campaign that started and then immediately fell apart and it always broke my heart. So, yeah. Uh, that being no said... No Gundams will be used in No Gundams. Uh, that being said, I look forward to seeing seeing your campaign taken off. Uh, uh, it, it will definitely be interesting seeing some High Rider stuff going on. Uh, but uh, we are back here, folks. And uh, we were listening to some Helix Code. 
um, over at Outworld Sounds. And as always, I'm repping their t-shirt, Outworld Sounds, fantastic group. If you have a chance, please visit us on our wonderful Tuesday stream. I'm a mod over there, and uh, our next lineup should be pretty interesting. Last week was lots and lots of uh, metal and synth, and so this upcoming week, probably getting another dose of that. So if you're looking for some new bands from underground artists, come on in. Um, now, where we are at is we've got folks trying to look up information, trying to figure stuff out inside this briefcase of question marks uh, that has been sitting there. And oh my god, I forgot to grab my coffee, so give me one more second. <laughs> well, hold on, folks. Oh. I literally left my coffee right outside the door so that I would not forget it when I came back in. And of course, I forget it when I come back in. So, woo! All right. Um, before we jump into this, I just want to double check with our chat because we actually have pretty active chat right now. Wonderful to see people talking in here. Um, please let me know if you hear that weird droning noise from before. Uh, that mm, going on in the background. If you can, please let me know. You can still hear a vampire. I hear it almost every time you talk. Yeah. Hold on. I thought it sounded kind of like the old dial-up noise. Just oh low. Oh god, I didn't know it was that bad. Alright, <laughs> uh, can you still hear it now? How about how about now? Can you, can you hear that weird droning noise in the background? Is it still no, coming through slower. super loud? Gremlins. No, it's my it's my PC fan. I've got this wonderful little uh, desktop fan that's going. I thought it was coming from Caps mic. It is coming from my mic. Um, I. I've got this this desktop or sorry laptop fan and it has uh, it 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 has stopped working for me and so that is just the sound of my laptop's computer fan going nuts. Uh, so yeah, I once we no longer have crazy inclement weather, I'm gonna try and go out and get a replacement. Uh, it looks like Captain Mark's having some issues. As long as you're talking, it I... sounds like Morse code overlay. Oh. Dear God. I I was about to ask if Captain Mark is okay. Yeah. He's been kidnapped. Well, because there 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 was something going on before the camera was um repositioned in a uh manner. All right. Um, I will give Captain Mark some privacy. Yeah. Did not see that. All right, Captain Mark, you are uh, muted on the stream. Don't worry. Uh, we'll let you let you take care of what you need to take care of. Uh, sorry about that, folks. Um, so we are going to bring Captain Mark back in once they are back. 
Um, so Devlin's Jack Holmes will not be involved in our checks here, but uh, he went and bugged Mojo for some assistance. Uh, so Mojo, you you were you were uh, you were asked by uh, Jack Holmes to take a look at this briefcase, and it it just looks like a standard briefcase. When you open it up, it's filled with a bunch of different papers, and it's got a uh, an inlay inside of it. It's got this little digital code uh, keypad. Um, nobody was totally sure exactly what it did, but uh, what Silver had told all of you beforehand is that uh, this could be useful in dealing with Metacore. Alright. So, um, what are you going to try and roll? Well, I would like to organize the papers, my topic, and then try to figure out what, what Silver is trying to tell us. Give me one second. I just got a token in from. Uh, let's see. So she bar. She and I will uh, place that in on our page a little bit later. Uh, so uh, you want to try and organize it by topic. Uh, is that going to be like an education, just flat education check? Bucket. Flat education check. Jayo. Sorry? Organize before going through. Uh, education check. Oh, I was thinking bureaucracy since it's all paperwork, but... Well, you said you wanted to organize right. it and sort it first, so... You said yeah. by topic. Uh, to me, that's the bureaucracy part of it, and then the figuring out what's going on is deduction. But it's the same role either way, so I'm not too fussed. Okay. Um, role either then. 17, all right, so you're able to properly sort this stuff out, and you can see that there are uh, three different things that uh, that are being focused on uh, within this uh, briefcase. Um, and so from sorting everything out and getting everything set up, uh, you can see there's three different things. So what I'm going to need you to do is you can roll either bureaucracy or deduction uh, for the next or for the first one. Um, do we have any plus twos? We do have plus twos in chat. Let me make sure it's not yours. Mine's already been spent and I haven't dropped a new one, so it shouldn't be. All right. It is not. Uh, this is from Stink Palm. Thank you, Tracy. All right. So go Let's ahead and make your roll. Plus two. That's already got the plus two in it. Holy shit. A 21. Uh, so the first one, um, and for this one, actually go ahead and roll me uh, 1d3 figure out which one this is. All right, so for this very first one, uh, the information that is contained on here um, is a uh, shipping routes and shipping lanes. And so it shows you a fairly detailed list. Um, there's no map on it, which is probably why Jack was confused earlier. Uh, but there are uh, coordinates uh, that are listed on there as uh, the shipping routes for Metacore HQ's uh, shipping to the different major cities. And so you're able to find that the uh, shipping routes, the reason for these really weird, um, it's really a weird marks that Bear had popped in on uh, on his handwritten map, is the fact that these uh, 
these seem to be following the route, the new route that they have been taking. And so it's coming in on green right now. On our map. And so the first route uh, comes in from the Medicor HQ and lands in the area just south of Houston. And there's another route that comes in and links up with the main road uh, up into the location south of San Antonio. It snakes up to the one outside of Austin, and then you see uh, from the coordinates listed that uh, these do not follow the major roads. Instead, they have made their own paths. Sorry, my coffee cup got in the way. And that heads over towards California. And this one heads up north. So this seems to be a uh, series of locations that uh, may have... Uh, may have previously been attacks, but they could possibly also be storage locations being used by Medicor. And uh, those green lines are the listings of the uh, different routes that Medicor has been frequently using. So it's the information you're able to get from it. Okay. The second document, go ahead and use cryptography, please. I'm going to drop some luck on that. Okay, do you want another plus two from chat? Um, nah. Okay. I'll hold that. I'm going to drop all my luck around four points. Okay. And that's already baked in, so it's 18 total. Okay. Uh, so the second document that you find uh, is actually pertaining to the briefcase itself. It seems as if this briefcase uh, is putting out a radio transmission, um, and you find that there is a code listed out um, into uh, in, or for this briefcase, hence the uh, digits and the pad on the inside, um, and it is linked to a detonator. Now, for the third one, go ahead and roll deduction. Uh, I will go ahead and use a plus two from chat for this one. Okay. This one comes from Outrunner. Thank you, Outrunner. All right. What is your uh, what is your tech level? <laughs> Not as bad as Shebar's. That is not saying very much, but uh, what is your tech level? Three. <laughs> so you are just as bad as Shebar. Got it. Uh, you're able to figure out what this uh, what this uh, this detonator is for, but you've never heard of this before. Um, it seems to be something called uh, a a new neutron neutron bomb. You're not sure what kind of a bomb a neutron bomb is, but uh, it is a detonator for some kind of bomb. 
that you've never heard of, you're not exactly sure what the design is for, um, and they have a listing for a location for storage. And that location for storage for this neutron bomb is located just south of, or just north of the American border. And is at what is been listed as a uh, former military complex. Okay, so we hop on our light cycles and we go get this new, new uh, Tron bomb and dump it on Metacore HQ floating island and we're done with them. Right? Up to you guys. I will share all of this information with everybody, uh, and hopefully, um, somebody other than myself or Shibar knows what a neutron bomb is. All right, and so let me. Oh my lord! It won't let me spell check. D I C O M M I S S I O N. Decommissioned, and I still spelled it wrong. How do you spell decommissioned? Is it one M? No, there's two M's. That's what I thought. Is there one S? No, there's two yeah. S's. How is it? Oh my god, I typed in decommissioned. Decommissioned. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am genius! I am invincible! Okay, so, um, yeah, you're able to ask other people inside of the group, um, who here has a decent tech level? Or maybe former military that also has a decent tech level. So you can totally run up and bug Calamity. Or T-Bar. Calamity and or Remy, yeah. Or Remy, yeah. T-Bar, what's your I'll, tech level? Probably I'd go to them first. Uh, first. Five. Okay. Because they're military and tech. Okay. Uh, so calamity, uh, Mojo comes over and starts bugging you. What do you need, Mojo? I've got coordinates for a, a Tron bomb. It's one of the new ones. Okay. How can I help you? What is it? It blows things up. Well, I mean, all <laughs> bombs do that. There seems to be something special about it. We've got a detonator and a location. Uh, so, uh, to try and figure out uh, for what the hell this is, let's see if Calamity is aware of what this is. Calamity, you can use uh, demolitions with your tech. You can use um, electronics or security tech. Or you can use weapons tech. Any of those three, whichever is your highest roll. Remember to add your uh, tech roll ability into the roll itself. Okay. So, run that again. Um, a demolitions tech. Demolitions, electronic security, or weapons. I'll go with electronic security. Okay. And do you want a plus two from chat? Yes. All right. Uh, even with the plus two from chat, uh, this one comes from uh, Sophie. Thank you, Sophie. 
Um, you have no idea what a new Tron bomb is. Uh, you think it might have to do with the old movie. Tron? <laughs> Similar to a Neutron dance. Yeah. You remember some kind of like silly, silly bikes that people drove around on? Then you were like, nah, there's no way this will ever come in the future. And then it came in the future. Um, you remember these weird suits that people wore, and you're like, nah, people wouldn't wear jumpsuits like this. And then uh, Poland happened. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry, I'm not hating on my, my Polish friends out there. Um, I have a lot of them. So, I love all of you. Uh, it seems as if Captain Mark has uh, popped off, so I'm going to switch up our cameras real quick. Okay, give me one second, folks. Camera two. And he's back. Oh, let me switch back again. I'm going to leave uh, Captain Mark's camera off until he tells me that everything is okay. Um, Alright, so, uh, yeah, you don't know. You think it might have something to do with with the movie. You also turned yourself off. What? Ah! <laughs> ah! And you exiled yourself. Ah there we go. Sorry. I'm back. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, you think it has something to do with the movie? Mm, sorry. I'm not able to figure out what, what this is. Take it to Remy. Be on my expertise. Guns, not bombs. Hey, Remy, hey, Remy what's no man? Mind taking a look at this? Yeah, yeah. Hold on one second. I'm just fiddling with my new gear. Uh, yeah. What? What? Uh, what am I looking at here? And uh, they've yeah, they've got a pile of paperwork that they're handing to. It's something called a neutron bomb. Uh, and you can roll either electronic security, you can roll weapons, or you can roll demolitions tech. <clears throat> and Mark is gone again. Give me a moment, folks. <laughs> Uh, there we go. Really quick camera fixes right on stream. Look at that. I'm a professional. <laughs> Alright, uh, so Remy, did you make... Oh, holy god. Uh, you know exactly what this is, and you've even heard about them before, and probably seen them tested, and maybe even contributed. Um, I do so, like my explosives. Yes. Uh, so you can, you can, if you know what a neutron bomb is, go ahead and explain, otherwise I can give you some narration. Go, go for it. Okay. Um, so uh, Remy explains to all of you, uh, very in-depth, or whoever is there, very in-depth, uh, about the importance of a neutron bomb. It is a massive bass, or 
massive explosion of uh, gamma, beta, and alpha radiation uh, that is used to completely and totally wipe out populations inside of city centers without destroying infrastructure. Um, they are usually so large um, in, in usage that uh, they were banned um, after they were literally invented. Uh, they, they immediately got banned. Um, these weapons are so destructive that they were not even used during the Fourth Corporate War, um, and nobody knows where the American storage had been in the past. Uh, so it is literally just a massive radioactive explosion uh, that leaves behind all of the infrastructure and zero survivors. That's what Remy tells you, because Remy knows all about it. Perfect thing to... Uh drop on the Metacore HQ floating city. Yep. As so, long as the Snyders aren't there. So the my suitcase has a thing to control one of these? He's got a detonator. And we know where it is currently. Where is that currently location thing? I'll point it out on the map. <clears throat> Uh, and he, uh, Mojo, points out to that location right there in the southern tip of the United States, just north of the Mexican border. Okay, so close oh, enough that we could... United States Texas. Sorry, <laughs> Texas. Lone Star. <clears throat> so close enough that we could acquire it, maybe, depending on the security, and then finally have it... Uh, Mail delivered, airdropped. A la the uh, one wonderful exec of Team Art and Delivery Associates of the gang colors. We could make sure that it's painted in the gang colors, right, Shimar? Shibar? Yeah. I, I don't know. Shimar. I don't know that we want signature. Um, traces left on that. Well, I mean, if it takes them all out, right? But if they're banned, I mean, uh... they—they've already painted nomads with a sweeping broad stroke of being bad guys and terrorists. And Ooh, let's paint Petrochem on it. We're all Raf and Shiv at this point. Let's paint Petrochem on it. I mean, this sounds like evidence that we could bring to somebody maybe bigger, like. Militech or something that shows they've got maybe they've got this illegal bomb they blew up Las Vegas they blew up a bunch of stuff I mean uh, that's got to be something yeah but that as well Yeah, but if we take it to somebody bigger, they'll likely just sweep it under the rug. Or take it for or themselves. Kind of, yeah, that, whereas we could use it, make sure that it gets used against the people who would have used it against us, like they used nuclear weapons against us. And again, we could paint it after whoever we want to shame. And Petrochem's been giving us a shitstorm along with Metacore, so I think that, you know, maybe if we branded it as Petrochem. Wasn't it Biotechnica that's throwing us over? Petrochem's the one that actually kind of helped us out with SCP? 
SCP was working with Petrochem because he had to, but he hated working there. And it was Petrochem that was out against us, not Biotechnica. Uh, one one, one uh, check really quick on here. Uh, Remy, go ahead and roll me a deduction check. Could I use a plus two from chat? Yes. All right, plus two from chat. And I'm going to drop some luck in there. Um, All right, this one comes from Apollonius. Thank you very much, Apollonius. And Outrunner... Um, I did not have enough time to learn about Sirenscape. I mentioned that at the beginning of the stream is that my, uh, I, I just started my first week back for our second semester at my job and, uh, it has been hellaciously busy and mind numbing and yeah, uh, my brain came out of my nose on Tuesday. Uh, you can even ask NKB here in chat. She will, she will attest to that. <laughs> All right, uh, so Remy, deduction, we got 15. Uh, we had the plus two from chat, so that would make it a that's, seven. That's with all the modifiers. Oh, okay. Um, you are deducting the fact that, um, well, they had been throwing around this idea just a little bit earlier that they had used nukes against you guys in the past. Uh, you're thinking that maybe the weapons that they had been detonating that didn't cause any physical destruction, just massive blackouts, may have also been other uses of these neutron bombs as high-altitude nuclear detonations instead of as nuclear warheads, since none of them seem to be actual nuclear warheads. That would explain why we did not get heavily irradiated. The only oh, nuke God. nuke that has gone off at this point was a <laughs> calamity. Y'all, I don't... I think they've been using these the whole time. Son of a bitch. I mean, think about it. We would have been fried to a crisp if it was just actual nukes that went off over that night market. Or nomad market. True. Really? And uh, uh, for this, uh, I believe the ones who saw it were uh, T-Bar and Calamity. So T-Bar and Calamity, go ahead and roll me deduction as well. I'm going to get a 15. Oh, T-Bar got a 21. Uh, so, uh, T-Bar, you, you definitely remember it. Calamity, you remember it because you uh, <clears throat> shot it. Uh, there was this weird case that you guys saw before on the back of a truck that was being taken by some Raff and Shiv or some other nomad group fleeing from uh, Metacore that was then attacked by that drone helicopter and then recollected by the drone helicopter. Uh, Calamity shot it 
and uh, T-Bar, you were the one that was kind of hovering over it, trying to see if you'd be able to pick it up. Uh, the possible assumption is, is the fact that that was way too small to have been an actual nuclear warhead with nuclear radioactive symbols on it. They may have been trying to transport around another one of these neutron bombs. And from the other papers, we believe all these triangles might be storage sites? Uh, for shipping of some kind, uh, the green lines are the uh, shipping routes that Metacore HQ has been relying on, um, and those uh, tr those triangles they were previously listed as attack question mark. Uh, it was assumed that these were attacked by Metacore, but you have now deducted that they are not attacked by Metacore. Bear was hoping to attack these locations because they were storage sites or possible warehouses. That's why he had marked them down with attack, question mark. The pieces come together. Nine months of GM planning. <laughs> So, this is the information you guys are figuring out from all of this. You have a briefcase with the codes for one of these neutron neutron bombs um, that is located just south of, or in Texas, above the uh, Mexican border. Uh, it's an Ill, old decommissioned nuclear base. Um, and you have also found out from your research is uh, that the, uh, the, the snipers <coughs> had been captured at some point in time. You don't know where they are located at. Uh, but you know that Metacore HQ has been working with Petrochem, Biotechnica, Militech, all of these different major corporations to be moving things all over the country and possibly internationally. They've been trying to wipe out the nomads to get rid of this competition. They've killed off the nomad council and they've even tried to go after the California staple. Um, and that has led Silver to being one of the last Aldecaldos and trying to flee the country. Didn't somebody uh, like in character have have we been told like that Dom Domino is looking for money to yeah yeah he's actually just about to bring that up that before I uh, I need how, some money how much money do you need uh, the total is uh pull it up again three thousand six hundred eddies yep because you got your uh, your wonderful little uh, hackle going. So, however much anybody wants to contribute, that would be kindly appreciated. There's six of us, so I figure if each of us threw in 600, that would be enough, if I can math, which I can't. So, somebody who can math, please correct me if I'm wrong. What was your math question? Uh, it, well, it, it's going to cost 3600 and mm -hmm. so if each of us chip in 600 that should be enough to cover it. Yep. Hey, I got it right! Yep, 36 divided by 6 is 6. Because 6 times 6 is 36. And that's the only 6 multiple that I know other than 6 times 2. And 5 uh, is 30. Because that's one less than the six times six. That would take me a solid minute to figure out. 
my my mother as much as I love my mom, and I hope she rests in peace. Dear God, she never got the uh, the the multiplication table into my head because screaming doesn't work as a good educational technique, folks. Don't use it on your kids. Somebody got Mojo. something wrong. Screaming is not the answer. Mojo, what was that? Like a thousand over to Domino. I only needed 600. Well, you get like you. a thousand. Okay. Is it like oh. a thousand or like a thousand? Remy, Calamity, T-Bar, you guys want to chip in? You all want to chip in? Yeah, I mean, I just went on a bit of a spending spree. Um, uh -huh. So I can pay like 400. Okay. Okay, so that that's four, 14. Calamity? I will, I will give um uh, what you uh, give you what you need um I will 600 yes but I will reserve um a, a favor for later because I might need need some help getting an upgrade later you're my colleague you don't have to I mean I'd do that anyways and this is you don't need to reserve favor because again this is to help all of us and help the snipe you know help the clan but yeah I'll, I'll sure and t-bar Uh, Shivar, I guess, get my wallet. I'll have her bring it over and very reluctantly count out $600. Uh, Shibar, uh goes and finds your wallet, and she she literally picks it up and glares at you. She's like, these are the wrong colors. And she literally pulls the contents of your wallet out and then throws your wallet out the window hands you the contents and says, let me get on that. You owe me a wallet, Domino. <laughs> I'll give him the $600. And pick up the rest of my money. Carter, she handed you the contents. She just threw the wallet out the window. See, someone needs to end up with an accident. So I have 2600 so far. Um... You're short one thousand. I'll 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 chip in for, for until I can talk to uh Jack. I'll chip in the other one k. So I have the thirty six, and I'll drop that. Okay. I feel kind of gypped. I don't think I even met this Mama Snyder person. Yeah, you did. Very very briefly. It. Yep. Uh, episode three of season one about. Eight months ago. I was probably or, drunk. Uh, <laughs> character or uh, or a, a real life person. I'm not going to ask for the distinction, no, but I'll take your character. word for it. None of the character. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, in in reality, that was only about two months ago in game time. In uh, in reality of our actual surroundings, that was approximately eight months ago. It was at least at least four months ago. Four. Oh yeah, because we took yeah. two months of of rolls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Four months. My bad. So yeah, it was about four so, months ago. Eight months in real life. I. So I call up my contact and I'm like, hey, I have the thirty six hundred. 
All right. Uh, they transfer over to you a uh, um, a a data shard after you send the uh, send that money over. Um, and uh, what what seems to arrive to you is uh, is just this tiny little thing. It looks like a little micro SD card because uh, somebody here loves micro SD cards. I heard. Yeah, it's one of those. Um, and so the uh, the data shard there uh, seems to have uh, the like. God, I'm so jealous. Yes. Yes, just one. Whichever one is uh, 48 KB. 48 KB? KB. The smallest I have is a 1 GB. Son of a bitch. Unacceptable. I sent you a a floppy disk. (laughs) Oh my god. It's a floppy disk (laughs) the size of a... a, (laughs) Remy? Remy, do you have something that can read this? Remy breaks out his old zip drive. <laughs> what? I can't. Are you holding something? Damn it. Let me see if I have a flip drive. Oh, so fancy. I don't, but I have a really old <gasps> CD that should be close enough. Oh. Starcraft oh, 1. I know. I miss my Brood Wars so much. My disc got scratched and I couldn't reinstall it. Here, oh. tell, tell you what. How, how about the... What, what, do you appreciate this vampire? He's got your girlfriend right next to him. Look at that vampire. I, I, I have owned like three copies of that game legally. Or, I mean... Twice, and probably twice illegally. Cybernation Uncensored does not endorse the illegal downloading of video games, the cannibalization of children, or the use of nuclear warheads against major corporations. Thank you. I mean, these weren't illegal, I promise. Oh my god, Baldur's Gate throwback, holy shit. Okay, so now that you're making me nostalgic, um, I'm going to click the end stream button and start playing old games. See you guys later. Uh, so, uh... You get this data shard in, and uh, the data shard has the uh, the schematics, the blueprints uh, for this uh, this location uh, that has been circled in red. This guy right here. Uh, so this has been uh, circled in red. The schematics that they give you show that this place is a couple of different levels. It seems to be owned by a joint ve- uh, venture. Uh, there is Biotechnica, and then you see that there are two other names that have been blacked out on this copy. Uh, you do not know who they are, uh, but they have been erased. This is redacted. Um, after that, uh, you're able to find out where the locations are, where the security system is, and you find that there is a generator uh, down in the basement level that runs off of what looks to be nuclear fission. Calamity, be careful. This is your warning ahead of time not to nuke people again. I'm letting you know forewarning it is a nuclear reactor. No, do nuke them again after we get after. Yeah. Let's set it off. Yeah. (laughs) It looked like they're screwing up left and right. Yep. (laughs) So, just to be sure, um, just to be clear. Don't press the button. Don't press the button. I am Groot. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend actually just recently taught me. Uh, this this is actually like 
don't ever do this in Taiwan. This actually represents like that you're going to break off a friendship with somebody. I just learned that from her about a month ago. Apparently this, and then the person does that, and they like cut your fingers. That means your friendship's over. And I was just sitting there like, no, this is all about paper football. You're supposed to make a triangle and flip it into the goal. And she thought I was crazy. I, I thought that was this. Uh, we used to do this to screw with each other. This, yes, this is for, this is for, we called it paper soccer. You do it with the, uh, with a, a ball. And then this one was for football because footballs are supposed to this be This was for the soccer. Oh, okay. Yeah, so enough about the nostalgia because you've got me on a nostalgia trip right now. Damn it, violent neon. Uh, so the location that you get, you get schematics. You find out the entrances and the exits. You find out that the place has a nuclear fission generator. Um, in the basement that is powering the facility. You know that it is uh, built in cooperation of Biotechnica and two other entities that have been redacted. Um, and information all throughout this document seems to just constantly contain redacted words and redacted information. Uh, but you get a pretty decent layout of what the hell this place is and where it is and how it is formulated. So that's the information that you're able to get from that data shard. But no list, like people, just that this is a place where they have people, but not who they have or what they have. Or That does not contain a list of people, but they do have a location of where the people are being held, as well as a mainframe computer. Okay. That you would be able to access if you said possibly had a net runner which we do and he's the one that i showed this information well i showed everybody the information but i was like hey i did here so remy you see that there's a preem computer that you could hack on that file well 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 gonna get to test out my new toys just make sure you have programs before you do that, because, oh my god, yep. you will die. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's the information you get from the, uh, from the drive. They do not have a list of people there that's part of the redacted information, um, but they uh, do show you that inside the building, where the location is that people are being held as well as living quarters and they have the location of a computer mainframe so that's the info that's listed up on there and i hope you've written that down i have not but but remy may have because he's the one that was looking at it sure yeah, i wrote that down <laughs> yeah 100 <laughs> percent I guess I'll write it down. God. All right, let's get the pencil going. All right, so it has the schematics. What's up? You have to build a map for it anyway, because we're going there. Yes, I'm fully aware of that. I was just going to build the layout, but I mean the other info that's listed there. So you have the schematics. You have the uh, the title. So the title of the building um, belongs to Biotechnica. and two other unknown companies. 
Uh, listed inside there, you have the location of the entrances and the exits, as well as uh, living quarters. Uh, you have the location of the uh, holding cells, a nuclear generator, and the computer mainframe. Okay, I've got that all written down. I do too now. Okay. <laughs> now we're set. Nobody's going to forget, and I have to make a map. Thanks. So, um, no, it's not you. I was the one that offered schematics. So, yeah, that's the info you get from there. So we know that there are two possible places that uh, y'all can start aiming towards. You have this neutron bomb uh, in the decommissioned military base to the south. You don't know any information about the base itself. You just know that this is where the bomb is being stored. And you have the uh, detailed and uh, uh, semi-redacted uh, data chip from the location of this Biotechnica uh, storage location um, outside of Austin and San Antonio. Um, and then I just want to remind one more time that it has a nuclear reactor that you don't want to destroy because radioactive patterns would travel east towards Austin and San Antonio and leak into Houston. Unlike Las Vegas, which is in the middle of an uninhabited desert, this could possibly cause the death of millions of people calamity. So again, let, let's, my vote is we go there because we want to free people. They would also maybe be people that could speak out. We do eventually want to go get the bomb, but I think first we need to go get the people, including hopefully the Snyders. Um, and that means that we can get more numbers in our, into our clan, maybe liberate other clans and have more of an army to go against Metacorp instead of us just going alone saying, hey, let's go steal a bomb. I think I, I agree that getting those people out first would be better. A T-Bar needs some indentured servants. I mean, <clears throat> employees for his yeah, company. Yeah, I need some employees. I mean, it is it, Texas. Indentured servitude is probably totally legal. During the two weeks, I really just uh, got my... Um, Assistant, is it possible that I could try to make like some kind of corporate contract with, you said Biotechnica was listed as the owner, like to like bring shipments in through there? Uh, like that would, like that implies like we know that they're receiving stuff at that base and that we're a new corporation and would like to handle shipping for them your executive three right yeah let me check out executive levels real quick would you even be able to get something like that executive doesn't really it goes with like the benefits you're going to be executive but it doesn't really say anything you do for corporate which confused me a little bit So we're back on executive again. Let me give it a real quick check through. 
Oh, what the hell? Okay, yeah, that's totally blank. Alright, this is a chance to actually go all the way back to episode zero. Um, and what I'm going to have you do um, is because now we have questions about this based off of our questions from before. Uh, we're going to jump into your life path, baby. So, sure. life path, exec. We're on page number 63. We're super early in the book. Uh, so what kind of corporation are you running? Roll me a uh, uh, roll me a 1d10, please. Let's get this hashed out right now. Right meow? Right meow. All right, uh, so that's a nine. Uh, you work for uh, consumer services. Uh, so uh, whatever you want to detail that as, consumer services... All right. All right. Um, and I it mean, says on here, consumer stuff has to be shipped. Yes. Like, uh, like I'd like the Amazon delivery guy. Kind of. You could say that if you want. Because uh, yeah, we have financial, media, communications, cyber tech, pharmaceuticals, and biotech, which is what I was thinking that would work the best, but you didn't get that. Uh, food, clothing, general consumables, energy production, personal electronics, robotics, corporate services, consumer services, and real estate and construction. Uh, so consumer services, you could totally say like, hey, we were, we're like a, an Amazon startup kind of thing. You're, you're dropping shit off and helping people sure. get stuff. That's fine. Uh, go ahead and roll me a 1d6. Uh, so what you primarily do is that you're dealing with uh, with people in this regard. So uh, your job that you have to deal with is you're dealing with other individuals um, and you are the head uh, of the company, uh, but you specifically control the human resources within the company as well. So once you do get employees, you'll have to deal with, uh, with the issues of your company. Um, go ahead and roll me another d6. Uh, your company will occasionally slip into uneth unethical things. That sounds perfectly fine. Uh, go ahead and roll me another d6. Uh, you are working statewide. Uh, so yeah, that would mean that you would possibly have access to shipment into this place. Uh, you are servicing all of Texas at this point. Awesome. Uh, now this is the fun one. Uh, who's gunning for you? Roll me another d6. Okay, so the local government of the trifecta cities right there, uh, Austin, San Antonio, and Houston, do not like you or your company. Um, so you've got local government uh, coming out for you. Um, and uh, you don't have a boss, you are the boss. So we don't have to worry about that. Uh, but go ahead and roll me a 1d6. And this is a general feeling of the employees that you do have. Boss gives you a free hand. I doesn't want to know what you're up to. Uh, so yeah, you generally play hands-off with your employees. You don't really care what they're doing as long as they're doing it. Yeah, that, that sounds, sounds about right. Yeah, right up the I don't know how to be an exec. I don't have any skills that an executor should have. You're typing on a computer. The job, I, I see the power's on, but keep at it. Hardly working or working hard. <laughs> As you just roll away. 
So yeah, uh, that's your company. So you are doing consumer services statewide. You work across all of the Lone Star State. Um, you would be able to have access to shipping within the country. So that means that you would know that this location does do receiving and shipping. Um, they primarily are working with, excuse me, uh, Medicore HQ, and they're owned by Biotechnica. All right. And local government hates you. Don't forget that. I assume they would eventually. I mean, you do slip into doing unethical things from time to time. Says the man who is horrifically addicted to smash and cocaine. Yeah. At least you're not addicted to bloaties anymore, because bloaties is now... Well, it's not even on the map anymore. It's gone. So I guess with, with that information like that I would have by being involved in the shipping there, is it possible that I might know when a shipment is supposed to be arriving there? Like that we could try to hijack or sneak in with or something? That was the main reason I was asking is like getting into that place undetected if there was a way that we could either control the shipment or hijack it and use it as a cover to get in somebody wants to hijack something fuck yeah um and you already have that information mojo was able to find out exactly what these shipping routes are as well as where they are located oh, times. so i don't know i guess i would bring that to the group and ask them uh what they thought about uh, maybe hijacking a shipment we'll get some money and we'll use the Holy shit, T-Bar had a good idea? Well, She-Bar told me it, but... Oh, okay. Oh, you, you almost gave me a heart attack, man. I thought I was about to almost respect you for half a second. Whew. Did I just give you $600? <laughs> that was for all of us. I never even met this person. But you see the information that I gave to Remy. All right, Shebar's got my uh, lines ready, but uh, that was my idea, so. All right. All right. So, what are we doing, folks? Raven looks like she's holding back some laughter, though. And I heard my girlfriend literally laughing from the other room. I don't know if anybody else picked that up on the mic. I... Again, I think Shebar has a, a good idea that that would be an easy way for us to get in and then do a shock and awe assault to liberate everybody. Shock and awe? What are you, American government? What's going on here? <laughs> I was thinking more, you know, get in under the cover of the uh, transport and then... Um, right, like Trojan horse style and then just like knock it down and then balls to the wall like... Stealth off to liberate oh. and then eliminate. I mean, so that, you, I guess you want to you want a Trojan and then go balls to the wall. Is that what I heard? Yes, you did. Okay. And then somebody else is suggesting being sneaky snacks. So, what you gonna do? Well, we can divide and conquer. 
Um, with the group. <laughs> so, Sean, I swear to God. Uh, I think a lot of it, though, is going to precipitate on the players being able to see the map of the camp the same way that the characters can. So that we can actually figure out, do we want to stealth it or do we want to just just be Trojans? I mean, so, just remember to be protected. Having ha- having having a map would help us make our decision. Yeah, no, I, I I definitely I definitely think that we we need to go in Trojan. Then as soon as we're in, we go balls to the walls, and then ha- have a major blowout to get that money shot. You're gonna get us nuke. That's as long as we as long as we don't go to where the reactor is, we're good. You're gonna get us an orbital bombardment. I mean, somebody did mention at the very beginning that there is that uh, that wonderful little uh, little set of stuff up there on the top about you know. Mm-hmm. Asteroid strikes and biohazards and yeah, we want to get the strikes. So, uh, calamity, we got any more of those satchels or? Sadly, I do. No, no, I used the last one in. All right. In, so... in Sin City, Remy might have one. No, I left my mortars in Silver's car, unfortunately. Uh, Did you make some? Yes, we, yes, we can. Probably could. Uh, let's find it. Uh, oh. Take some time, though. Uh, uh, give me 30 seconds as my face twitches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Trojan will take the the Trojan initial initiative will take a lot longer than that. All right, uh, mortars. God, you guys are about to Jerry this place. I love it. Oh, I miss Jerry. It's my old nomad, fucking Panzer boy. Literally, I think I mentioned this before. Uh, used mortars to completely take out a uh, major corporation's location. And they trojaned in as well. I literally went on to Photoshop and made a bunch of fake business cards uh, to represent local governments doing inspections in the building. (laughs) We snuck our way in, uh, set up a shitload of satchel charges, and then bombarded the place with fucking mortars. So yeah, uh, I I love it. I'm 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 rolling. I'm I'm rocking this idea. Uh, So let's find out a uh, a mortar. Uh, mortars, small mortars cost 300 eddies. Large mortars are, or sorry, heavy mortars are 500 eddies. So when we are trying to build stuff, that Better would yet. come under expensive Remy. premium. Hey, 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 Remy, I, I do have that that currently unused turret on the top of the APC. That we could maybe rig an APC or rig uh, something too, if if you want to build something that would go up there. Yeah, I mean that might be a better plan. I'm not I'm not too keen on the idea of bombing a nuclear facility with mortars. Yeah, 
So, uh, fun fact, uh, the reason I was looking this up, uh, trying to figure this out. So, small mortars are 300 eddies that falls under premium. Uh, heavy mortars are 500 eddies that falls under expensive. Uh, for premium assets, um, it actually only takes one day and a DB17 to make one. And for expensive assets, it takes one week and a DB of a 21 to make one. So, yeah. You literally yeah. could make mortars if you wanted to. Oh, they they fall they, they don't fall under okay so I, I couldn't buy them yet. You can you can you can try to buy them because you guys have access to anything under five hundred. But the statement is is that you would have constant access and be able to immediately source. So you'd have to search for it and find a source, but you would be able to buy it because it's under five hundred. So that puts it under every day. Because I have access uh, at my at my reach, I have access to cheap and everyday you items. You can you can you are guaranteed being able to source those things, which means oh. you have unfettered access. You don't have to search for. Gotcha, but the okay the others okay yeah. For the mortars, though, you would have to find a source, uh, but you guys would have access to it because you are regular. Uh, regular folks, so you can buy anything 500 eddies or less. Gotcha. Do. And the, the, the small mortars, you know, Remy and Calamity, we can turn those out at two to two a day for 300 total. That's I have a bunch of small mortars. And, but, but what I was thinking is, uh, could like in the small ones, but like if you could maybe because again, if, if it's put on the turret, that there's a plugs, so I could control that while driving while you're being one of my gunners, and while two of you are being my gunners on the machine guns. Entirely possible. Um, but uh, folks, uh, this is where I'm going to take the uh, very not so subtle hint from uh, uh, from our. Uh, mojo here uh they need a map so they can try and figure out what the fuck they're doing um and i understand that they need a map uh so because of that uh what we're going to do is we're going to take this as our natural break uh we're going to end our stream here i'm going to attempt to learn sirenscape and make a map during my second week back to school should be interesting Luckily, we have Friday off for our sports day, so maybe I can smuggle my laptop in for a sports day and, you know, not sports. Uh, if any of my students are watching, you did not hear that. <laughs> um, and I do not endorse the use of ditching sports day. <clears throat> um, I, I do. I wouldn't. It's, I'm it's fun. I'm Sports day is actually really fun. We do an interhouse sports competition. It's super cute. The kids compete against each other based on these big groups that we have. And we do like badminton and kickball and uh, like tennis and all this stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah. fun sports ball things. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like ridiculous. Like you have to do this. Like the kids sign up for the teams that they want to participate in and they just go have fun. And if you're not participating, you get to sit on the bleachers and cheer people on or your face with pizza because that's what we buy every time. The healthiest athletic food, pizza. 
Bloaties? I wish it was Bloaties. Alright, uh, sports in high school was Bowl High Q team captain, led my team undefeated in regular season, second place in something called a gurney. Tournament. I, I know, I'm just playing. Uh, but that's awesome. I, I Yeah, I didn't do sports either. I was in debate. We did nationals, so I feel you on that. So, screw sports. I did football I for... I was Lincoln Douglas. Lincoln Douglas? I did LD debate. Nice. We did um, forensic, forensic debate league. It's fun. Um, well, again, we're going retro right now, and you're making me nostalgic, and I want to go play some computer games in the '90s. So uh, we're going to switch over to our um, our uh, player names. I'm going to have our players outro themselves, and we are off for uh, for the uh, for the rest of the week. Now, I want to give everybody a quick reminder. Uh, one more time, uh, is that uh, this upcoming weekend, because we had questions about this, and I want to make sure it's nice and clear, this upcoming weekend, the 25th and the 26th, we are still going to be playing. So this upcoming weekend, next week, seven days, we're still here. The following weekend, March 4th and 5th, we will not have any sessions because I have to go in for uh, AP mock exams uh, to help get my students ready for their AP World History. And then at the end of March, the 25th and the 26th, we will not be here. So we're on next week. We're off the following. We're on for two weeks, and then we're off again. So that's the craziness. And I just found out that I have a... Uh, uh, another big school celebration thing coming in April. So once I get that date, I will let everybody know. Okay. So I'm going to have our players outro themselves. We're going to head on off and then all of us can go enjoy some nostalgia. Yeah. The sweetest of drugs. Almost as good as Smash. Violent Neon, go ahead and start us off. Hey everyone, I am Violent Neon, the resident driving nomad who can... Uh, wheel and deal and when i'm not here every saturday you can find me on cybernation uncensored's discord and i was happy to bring the not so innuendo innuendos and all the nostalgia that's awesome thank you vampire vampire bites uh playing mojo the lawman nomad and when i'm not here I'm in somebody's Twitch stream and or Discord, uh, Vampire Bites. You can find me. I, my DMs and everything is open. I'm trying to put together any other game that I don't have to run but I can play in. Probably Mage 20, by the way. So. All right, so looking for GMs right there. Looking for GMs. If you guys are interested in going old school, Vampire's looking for a GM. Uh, John, go for it. I am John. I played your tech and newly anointed netrunner tonight, Remy Johnson. Um, you can find me over on the Discord as Johnny Drop. You can find me here every Friday for Follow Asia and every Saturday for Cyberpunk Goes Nomad. Uh, other Sandman3096 in the chat. And if you'd like, you can check out my SoundCloud at Arxen. Awesome, thank you. Uh, Raven. Pleasure of playing Calamity tonight. Uh, your solo tech nomad. Ooh, 
I get a, another crack at blowing up another another bomb and causing mass destruction. You can find me all over the internet at Doña Trece Cuervo. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. And uh, Chuggy, go for it. Hey, I'm Chuggy. Played T-Bar, the nomad slash CEO, and now... I will be streaming D and D sometime this week on my channel at Twitch, Chucky Three Hundred Five. Awesome, thank you. And folks, please tune in. Check out Chucky's Chucky's game. It is pretty good. Although every single time I want to TPK, he won't TPK. D and D Five E is too easy on their players. Needs to be more cyberpunk and Fallout. So, Chucky, I'm waiting for it. Okay. That Let's see. <laughs> um, and I'm looking forward to seeing literally everybody on here, jumping on to uh, some other streams. Uh, Raven, hopefully doing a High Rider soon. Hopefully getting Vampire out there, doing another stream as well. Uh, seeing oh. Violent Neon, doing theirs. And uh, I'm very much so looking forward to the wonderful music coming out of uh, Johnny Drop in the future. Uh, I want to hear him sing so bad because he keeps letting me down on the singing. <laughs> There's no AP in this system, but I'll find a way. I will get you to sing. It's going to happen. Uh, now, our last player that had to step out was uh, Captain Mark. Uh, Captain Mark 87 over on Discord. Uh, Captain Mark 7 on Twitch. Uh, he has his... Uh, group that he works with the heroes in theory over on twitch as well and he has the sound of dice podcast that's going to be coming out uh check out the stuff that he's involved in and uh ladies and gentlemen i have been your gm gm capricious nature uh slowly coming back to life with this horrible weather outside i hope today's session has been adequately entertaining once i turned back on uh, the wonderful music that we have been brought today has been from Outworld Sounds, Helix Code. Go visit them over on Twitch. We have Base Ape Records. They have their own website and a brand new signed talent. Uh, congratulations goes out to Colt Vex, who has just joined Base Ape Records. So, big kudos. Uh, you can find all of our supplements for uh, Fallout, as well as Cyberpunk and even other systems over on CyberNation Uncensored. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody in between, has been our session. Have a wonderful week. We will see all of you soon. And uh, let's hopefully see up on our Discord uh, RC Walker's spaceship. That sounds pretty cool. Make sure you post up pics. See all of you folks next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Cyber Nation on the